money and am in the field. Matter of fact, it was the house at the top of the hill. Hey, everybody, and welcome to BAMCast Extra, episode 12, mm-hmm. uh, where we are covering all 97 of the Amityville horror movies. There are, there's, there's a couple. Well, there are more than I thought there were, right? Um, and we're getting there. Uh, but before we get to this one, I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this time, because we are recording on a day where we are all time travelers. Oh, Daylight savings time day. Oh, unless, of course, you're listening and you do not observe. Right. I mean, I don't observe. I I see it. I don't believe in in daylight savings time. Oh, you're daylight savings denier? (laughs) I am. Okay, well. Very much so. Fair enough. But on a day when most Americans are observing daylight savings time. uh, And around the world. Because they are forced to by the government. Okay, so here's the weird thing. You know, now, like about 10 years ago when they, like, shifted daylight savings? Yep. Nobody else did. Whoa. So there was a fucked up period for about three weeks there where... We were people like two were, hours in the past. Yeah, like one time zone over was two hours over oh, okay. because they had already switched and we right. hadn't. So it's it's fucked. It's all fucked and it's stupid and kill it. But <laughs> more importantly about killing. <laughs> Saved it. Yeah. Yeah. Amityville uh, 6 or Amityville 1992. It's about time. Yes. Which at a later date, someone came along and said, hey, we should probably drop the 1992 from the title because that dates it. Sure does. So... Depending on what version you watch of this, you may get a badly <laughs> black piece of paper over the title card that eliminates the 1992. Oh, I, di- I didn't notice that. Yeah, it's... But Amityville, it's about time. Mm-hmm. Amityville 6. Yes. 1993... 92. Two. Well, yes. <laughs> yes, Chuck. I'm going to go with 92. <laughs> I didn't know if maybe they fucked it up and brought it out here. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Okay. Again... Unrelated to anything, mm-hmm. for the most part. Right. However, gets credit for acknowledging that the house was a thing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and apparently this was another piece of the yard sale. Sure. Is what I gathered. Cool. Because like, if you look at the writing credits, the guy, I think, that wrote that one. Yeah. It's the same guy. And I pretty much think all he, he gets some sort of story credit from here on out. Right. Um because I think the yard sale just becomes like the thing from here on. It's sure. just like, oh, now here's a spooky pocket watch, you know. But or I mean, we'll get to it in a second. <laughs> but my first note kind of deals with that. OK. Um, but yeah, so it, it acknowledges that the house existed uh, and you actually see images of the house mm-hmm. in this movie. So it is more a sequel than definitely five for eh, because they actually are in the house running around <laughs> exercising ghosts but sure definitely five that's bullshit this one at least exists in the amityville right extended universe yes. this this exists <laughs> this exists in the like amityville post uh rummage sale version yeah. of the world where the evil escapes via an estate sale yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> Which is my tagline for all yard sales going forward. The evil escapes. The evil escapes. This yard Here it comes. sale. Yeah. yeah. Come get you some yeah. evil. On Craigslist. <laughs> Evil's escaping. Mm-hmm. Act now. Yeah. So um, this one does not take place in New York. No. I believe it takes place in California. I'll go with that. Uh, in a neighborhood that shockingly looks like the Poltergeist neighborhood. A little bit. Yep. Um, and has some kind of direct ties to poltergeist some story beats kind of because our main character is a real estate designer mm-hmm. who works for this neighborhood that he lives in right and is busy working and pitching another 
uh, neighborhood yes. in Amityville. Yes. yes. <laughs> Amityville. Amityville. Um, <laughs> but at the beginning of the movie, he comes home mm-hmm. from a trip to Amityville, where apparently they've leveled that neighborhood. So the Amityville house has been knocked down. Okay. Um, which, for a time, I was trying to figure out, like, okay, did they build this neighborhood on top of that? And then quickly realized, oh, no, this is nowhere near that area. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but it's not. We're on the opposite coast. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Dad comes home. Mm-hmm. He's got a present. For the house or the family. Well, yeah. it's sort of a family. It's sort of. It is. Let's Okay, let's get this out of the way first. The The, the characters in this movie all kind of don't like each other in vague ways, even though the movie says they are supposed to. Like, there's okay. there's a weird level of contempt everyone has for everyone else in this movie, even before the eviling starts happening. <laughs> right. This is not like a loving family who is b- ripped apart by pure evil. It's a bunch of weirdos who aren't, who, like, I think met that day on set, like, have sure. never interacted with one another. And... Yeah, basically, you have dad who's a widower. Yes. Um, hard to say how long his wife has been dead, but he was married again, I'm guessing, or at least had a live-in girlfriend. Live-in girlfriend. Um, who is was keeping his house slash kids while yeah. he was on this business trip. Right. So he arrives home. She's there, answers the door, wielding a T-square. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, what's this about? And she's like, protection. Protection. Um, he's then like, then the kids come bounding down because he, you know, is like, kids, I'm home. Right. And it's, you know... It's plucky teenage daughter, you know, dressed in her Oshkosh overalls, like, I'm a good girl. <laughs> right. And then, you know, kind of Eddie Furlong, T2, burnout, like, I I rebel, kid. <laughs> the know. most rebelling he ever does is wearing, a like, a heavy metal t-shirt. Right. I mean, th- this movie is going to paint this kid to be just oh, a yeah. piece of shit, and he's not. No, he never, I mean... Eddie Furlong at least was like, you know, hacking ATMs yeah. and stuff. This, no. this kid's just like, I like this band. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you want to listen to me play guitar for six hours? Right. <laughs> That's it. So, but yeah, so dad dad comes home and he's got this box and he opens it up and it's uh, like a clock, like yeah. a mantelpiece an clock. Antique clock. Yeah. He's like, it's an antique. It's going to cool? tie the whole room together. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, it's, it's uh, kind of ugly. Gives yeah, a shit. Great. <laughs> yeah. So he's he, like, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. I, this thing's great. That puts it up on the. Puts on, on the mantle. On the mantle, and like everyone's like, huh. I, yeah, well, that's, uh, that's a clock, all right. It's a loud clicking, click, ticking yeah. clock there. Yeah. Or clicking talk. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but, so, but essentially, this came from the Amityville house, just yes. like the lamp in the in number four. Yes. So my first note, <laughs> I'll just go ahead and get it out of all the way. Right. Um, in case you haven't figured out, it's about time. It's in the clock. The evil's in the clock. Mm-hmm. So my note is, so it's been in a lamp and now a clock. Can't wait for the next in the series of things you make in shop class. <laughs> Amityville birdhouse, Amityville coat rack, Amityville ashtray. <laughs> well, you joke, but... <laughs> I know there's Amityville dollhouse somewhere down the way, but I'm just saying, like, I was like, birdhouse, I want to see Amityville birdhouse. Yeah, you might. Okay. <laughs> so Or especially coat rack. <laughs> Amityville coat rack would be pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um... So, 
the dad, he's uh, so he's had a relationship with this lady who's watching the kids. Mm-hmm. They had like a long term relationship that has since ended, and he like called her to watch the kids because she was the only one who could. Right. So she doesn't really want to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they, she's like getting ready to leave. She's yeah, like, they've I'm, broken I'm up. They, it's not a thing. And he's like, well, why don't you just stay? Yeah. Well, you know, you hear thunder and lightning yeah. off screen. He's like, oh, it's going to be a river outside soon. You should probably hang out. Yeah. And she's like, all right, fine. Mm-hmm. And hey, I'll be a, I'll be a gentleman. You just, yeah. it's just it's just to stay, you know. Like exactly. it's just because the weather. It's nothing. Cut, cut, cut to, to the sweatiest fucking <laughs> sex I've ever seen. They have just slathered these people up with Vaseline or something. It's just like get, open a window or <laughs> turn your AC on, guys. <laughs> Sweaty sex is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They seem to be enjoying it. I but. guess, but it's just. I mean, it's. It, they are obscenely sweaty. It's they, like, they are a little bit, yeah. It's like me running a marathon or attempting to, or thinking about running a marathon. It would right. Just be like, I'm, just, I'm drenched. I'm the worst. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I know there were like, there's been lots of weird sexual related things in these, but isn't this like the first time where it was just like outright like nudity sex in any of these movies? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, just flat out titties. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying like, you know, there's been other awkward things, of, mm-hmm. you know, but it's just kind of like, yeah, this is not for nudity's sake. And this was just like, here's a sweaty sex scene. Yep. Yes. And, and then they just kind of wrap up. It's like, all right, great. And yeah. I, I, is it like first night, the clock is like. The clock immediately drills itself into the house. Yes. Yeah. And, and I it, it it's weirdly intercut with them having sex. Mm-hmm. Um, if like that somehow turned it on, <laughs> sure. <laughs> but yeah, so all simultaneous these, drilling. Yeah, but like all these gears and drill bits start ejecting themselves out of the clock into the walls of the house. Mm-hmm. So the clock is there to stay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, I, you know, the, they get up the next day and she's still there, and the kid, you know, the 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 boy is just like whatever. Mm-hmm. And oh, plus. It- when he was first arriving, there's an old lady outside, like yeah. looking like, "Ooh, I, I have the, I've got the shining, and uh, something's, <laughs> yeah, something bad is coming." Well, she flat out looks at the house, and suddenly it's replaced with an image of the Amityville house. Right. And she's like, "Well, that's odd." Yeah, um, and then goes about her business. <laughs> so, and uh, was it the daughter that woke? Somebody woke up and heard the clock drilling into the mantelpiece, and then she was like, "Huh." Because it stopped like long enough to yeah. not get detected. Somebody woke up. Yeah, somebody woke up. But anyway, yeah. It's next morning, he's like, oh, hey, you're still here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you and, know, you know the, awkward breakfast. Yeah, the boy doesn't care. The daughter's like, sweet, let's hang out and go shopping and stuff. And she's like, ah, I, I got to go. Yeah. Um, but dad's all like, man, I had sex last night. Yeah, you know, it's like, the best. I'm going to go jogging <laughs> and shit because, you know, fuck yeah. <laughs> titties <laughs> yes all of these things. i don't know that's, <laughs> that's pretty much it that's just his, his demeanor but mm-hmm. yeah and he goes out jogging and you know whatever it's like seven in the morning here and apparently this neighborhood is like everybody up and outside because yeah it is a busy fucking neighborhood like yeah i've never seen that many people in my neighborhood at yeah. like the height of the day but 7 a.m man everyone's yeah, outside everyone, just uh, doing uh, whatever hey, babe, let's yeah. talk to you hey <laughs> your finger guns to you and, yeah um, um, and there's oh the uh, the dog had shown up the night before for the son peaches the um, German peaches, shepherd peaches the German shepherd came to the door uh-huh. uh, he threw out a pop tart he was <laughs> nonplussed by the pop tart dog was like I don't want that well I think he also had generic pop tarts so good move dog cause yeah pop tarts are bad enough but generic ones are even worse yeah and probably uh, unfrosted yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah the, the, he invites the dog like hey you want to come in peaches and peaches comes in and goes and barks at the clock right. um, a la the dog barking at the TV and yeah. poltergeist so right. but yeah um, so he's out jogging and um, the peaches owner is walking him and he's like peaches should probably be on a leash and he's just like yeah, whatever. Anything. And yeah. he keeps on jogging and 
ends up like down by the reservoir or some mm-hmm. shit and just kind of comes to a fence. He's like, all right, here's, I guess is where he ends his jog and turns around from there. Yeah. Um, but then he like turns around and the lady with peaches is like there at the end of this kind of dead end street that he's on. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just lets peaches go. Or, you know, they have a stare down first, but yeah. lets the dog go and the dog just, just tears into him. Uh huh. Just blood it's everywhere into the leg. Yeah. It's just, time to eat this man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he's wrestling with the dog, like finds a bottle, like, Breaks it over the dog's snout, doesn't do anything. No, nope. like ends up like stabbing in the side of the face. Yep, and that eventually gets the dog to go. Away. Yeah. Anyway, and then it's like cut to he's in the hospital, mm-hmm. or, or at least it's weird because they they make it sound like he just went to see a doctor, but he's clearly in like a hospital. Yes, because uh, because they keep going like, do you need to go to the hospital? It's like he was in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, they let him go. Yeah, but um. Anyway, he's just like, yeah, I don't know, maybe rabies. That's the thing we need to worry about. So just. You know, watch him for the next few days. Make him not get out of bed. Yeah, change his dressing change, every eight hours. Yeah, and, and she's, so she's she's like, like oh, oh great, fuck, I gotta stay there. Yeah. Um. So this basically removes him as the what you think is going to be the main character. Yeah, of this. he's like he's off having his own private shining movie because yeah. like he's off like <laughs> he's behind a locked door for the bulk of the movie. Yeah, and just like obsessively drawing the Amityville house and mm-hmm. getting angry, and his leg is getting pussier, but he's barely in the movie for like the rest of the movie yeah he will i mean like he will appear either as like a trick like the house is tricking somebody Mm -hmm. or he will just stagger out and he looks like a fucking homeless guy and other characters will just go oh hey uh what are you doing and he will just growl or or make some noise and then wander away um but for the most part he's locked behind a door (laughs) and they explain this away because the doctor's like here's some he's gonna be on some painkillers they they might give him mood swings so everyone's just like i will forgive all the weird ass behavior this guy is about to do now (laughs) yeah because yeah well so this one of the things this movie does interestingly is that in opposition to all the other amityville movies everything that's happening to this family for the most part tends to take place outside of the house and the weird things that happen inside the house are so vaguely weird that they don't make any sense. Right. So no one really talks about it. It's not like turning on the faucet and there's blood. Well, I mean, that eventually starts happening. It does. But like for the first hour or so, all the weird shit is happening outside. And that's strangely unique for one of these, because it's Mm -hmm. usually just this most obvious. The house is haunted. Get the fuck out. And this is just like, well, things outside are on fire and there's vandalism at your neighbor's place. And it's just like, it's yeah. just like, wow, this neighborhood's weird, I guess, but there's no reason to think it's the clock. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, so the and son... And really isn't, because I, they'd never really explained. The, the son who's, like, so vanilla, it's not even funny, you know, but, you know, also an evil devil, mm-hmm. worship, you know, metal-listening totally, devil worshiper yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, he, he probably has the most things happen to him early on. Because, yes. like, he'll, like, goes to, like, flip the light on in the room, and it suddenly becomes this, like... It's medieval, Mid- yeah, medieval <laughs> uh, sacrifice chamber kind yeah. of thing. And he's and, like, "Well, that's weird." Uh, and so he goes to talk because apparently he skipped school and is friends with the, you know, the the shining lady, the yeah. lady with the shine. Um, <laughs> yeah, he skips school so he can play chess with her. Right. Oh, what a punk. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's just like, yeah, there's weird shit at my house, and she's like, oh yeah, do tell, and mm-hmm. he's like describes the room she's like does it look like this it opens up her you know cryptic text that old ladies like this have and he's like yeah that's yeah. totally the room yeah that's it and she's like all right go away let me let me ponder on this <laughs> let me do some non-internet research right which just you know get out more books yeah. and look you know, for clocks well she figures out there's a connection between the room and the amityville house that she has somehow has a picture of and a hand-drawn picture and 
the yeah. hand-drawn picture from 15-something from France, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they, they make this weird connection that the clock had evil in it and then was brought to the Amityville house. So, like, was the clock the reason? All the, like, so it's Indians, ghosts, witches, and an evil clock from France. <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah, satanic clock from France. Yeah. Because it was owned, like, by a necromancer. Yes, it was. They, they say that. <laughs> yeah. Because the, the boy's like, the fuck is that? She's like, oh, it's a French word meaning soul eater. <laughs> yeah, she says, like, eater of the dead. It's like, well, yeah. no, not exactly. That's yeah. not exactly. All right. But whatever. Spooky words, early 90s, who knows? <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so just, like, a, a lot of weird random shit happens. Mm-hmm. Like, um, the dad has made a comment at one point that the neighbor's hedge is too high. Right. And well, that's, that's that's much later that the hedge catches on fire. Yeah. Because, like, all right, so things that start happening, uh, I'll just kind of break down. Okay. Because I think I remember them all because okay. I, I just watched this today. All right. Uh, so I think besides uh, Rusty, the son, mm-hmm. seeing a couple things, like, you know, like he has that one flash and then, like, it kind of doesn't bother him ever again, I don't think. Uh, and the dog. There's yeah. one, he has one weird, like, time travel moment where he gets up from dinner or oh that's right he has that loss of loss of time yeah right? he's just like i'll be right back right. walks back into the room and it's like hours later and right. everyone's oh, like where, where the hell did you go yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the daughter is like hey uh you can have my room mm-hmm. uh, i'm gonna sleep downstairs tonight yep. and like it you know ticking clock she's freaked out she's like whatever i'm gonna go upstairs and sleep with the not quite stepmom right um so she goes upstairs and is like, hey, can I sleep with you? And she's like, yeah, go get your pillow. She goes back downstairs. and Such a weird thing to say when you're half asleep. Right. Yes, you can. Go get your pillow. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then gets locked in the room mm-hmm. and menaced by the clock. Mm-hmm. And this clock, or the, the evil also has the power to trap people in and like soundproof the outside. Yes. So like nobody knows what's going on because that, that happens several points throughout this movie. Yes. Um, but I mean, then the ghost kind of gets into bed with the sort of step on I don't, I don't know what to call her yeah, yeah kind of it's making this weird like squishy sound like when mm-hmm. it happens and eventually she's like oh are you okay and reaches over with her hand and puts her hand in just you know goo yeah the black yeah. blood goo whatever and she's like oh dear god and then jumps out of bed and then it's not there mm-hmm. this, that, that's the kind of th- like the other movies would have just had the goo been there and right. they would have just left the room and then another day been like well that was weird mm-hmm. but this is just like a quick flash of uh what was that and right. then it's gone so yeah, so that that happens, um, and then she goes downstairs and like lets the daughter out. And this is when they immediately all start turning on the son. They're like, "You locked her in there, didn't you?" And, yeah. and he was like, "No, I was like having a walk." And they're like, "At three a.m." He's like, "I need to think." Yeah, I mean, to, to be fair, the son's like got kind of a like a good attitude for a teenager because like everyone's all up on on in his shit, and he's just like. What if I feel like getting up and walking around at three a.m.? Mm-hmm. The fuck is it your problem? Yeah, like I'm not doing anything. I just felt like walking around. Yeah, <laughs> like everyone just immediately jumps on his case because all the you time know, he's got a metal shirt on. You know, yeah, because like at one point across the street, <laughs> so like <laughs> the not mom goes outside and is just like, ah, what a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. And across the street, there's like. 15 people all pointing at this swastika that's been painted on this garage mm-hmm. and the cops are there and immediately everyone just points across the street go that the kid over there did it mm-hmm. that's his not mom go over there and the cops come over and they're like you know where's the kid yeah, we talking? Like, yeah. went to school you know he's a kid um but yeah like the cops immediately show up hassle him and mm-hmm. he's just like i you know i have friends i don't know if they probably wouldn't do this but this is dumb. How could you know they didn't do it? He said, I, I said they wouldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say they didn't. I just said but they wouldn't. I, I think I, w- I want to point out there's one thing in this scene because like they don't, they're not in a full on interrogation or no. it's just they're in someone's office. Yeah. Um, and they're like grilling him or stuff and he's just being very calm and, and 
saying exactly what he said, not mm-hmm. changing his story. Mm-hmm. And they get in his face one time and he just burps in their face, which I was like, <laughs> how have I never seen that in another movie where someone's just finally like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's really the most dickish thing he does in the entire movie. Pretty I mean, much that's it. pretty much it. Cause he will get accused of several more things. And it usually just means throwing his bedroom door open and he's just in there playing guitar. Right. And they're like, why did you do? And he's like, I did. I've been sitting here doing this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, that's the stuff that happens to them, and they just completely brush it off. Like, mm-hmm. next day, they're like, yeah, whatever. Um, so, Jerry. Jerry is not stepmom's uh, new boyfriend, and... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about this guy for a second. Yeah, let's talk about Jerry. Because, <laughs> you know, he's been talked about that, like, you know, mm-hmm. after they, after she left him, she went and got a new boyfriend. And yeah. it's also implied that she she's, like, a student, which makes you think, is she supposed to be like 20 yeah. because they because they can't kind of keep doing this thing where it's like she's still in college and she's dating this guy who's a professor yeah i, I, I don't know it's like really because i don't know she's not this actress obviously isn't 20 no um <laughs> i i don't know but whatever it doesn't matter yeah um but yeah he shows up i guess you know i don't know if she invited him or if he was just like hey why is my girlfriend keep staying at her ex-boyfriend's house for more days even though yeah he knows the story so he just shows up to the house and is like Hey, I brought takeout and fine wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's hang out. Yes. Let's. Yes. And man, like, <laughs> I don't necessarily want to go through all of Jerry's actions, but my note was just <laughs> Jerry is an especially great smarmy therapist. <laughs> yeah, he's he is the epitome of like early 90s psychiatrist, just babble nonsense mm-hmm. guy. Oh, it's textbook case of. You know. Yeah, it's just like I know everything and it's it's all can be explained by pseudoscience and blah, blah, blah. Um, but he also has no sense of like other people's ownership or right. He just like, he shows up and then it's just basically like, well, I guess I live here now. Mm-hmm. It's very strange how he just decides he lives in this house. Meanwhile, guy with festering leg wound who does own the house and is her ex-boyfriend is down the hall. Right. <laughs> yeah. Cause like. He has an interaction with him in the hallway, which is just basically like, hey, how you doing? And, yeah. and you know, like I said, this dude looks like... <laughs> he looks like Pigpen. Yeah, I well, mean, I was going to say, he looks like a dude that's like, you know, freshly carried out from Nam. Because, yeah. like, he's all dirty yes. and he's got this, like, you know, just... <laughs> just pus, yeah. bloody leg wound just all over yeah, the like, place. Dude, that is gangrene, yeah. obviously. You need to go to the hospital. <laughs> um, but yeah, just he, like, well, it, see it really all he has to say is like, I'm a doctor and that shit looks fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because that leads to a scene where, so, like, they've been hanging out, like, Jerry and the, the his girlfriend, they have the sex, then he goes down go to, goes down to the kitchen to have a snack, which, really, the ball's on this fucking guy. Right. <laughs> just opens up the fridge, just gets pie which, and ice cream or whatever. Yeah, okay, so he gets, I don't know what the hell he gets, because, like, it looks like he gets slices of meat that he throws in the microwave yeah. and, and a tub of ice cream. It's yeah. like, what the fuck are you eating, guy? I don't know, but, yeah, he throws something in the microwave for, like, 20 seconds, sits down, and then time stops. Mm-hmm. Like the ceiling fan slows down and stops. He's all he's aware of this. Mm-hmm. The microwave slows down and stops. And he's just like, he looks around and then looks over and the dad is sitting there at the table. Like normal. Like know. fully, yeah. you know, dressed and clean and, and not fucked up. And he, <laughs> it, it, man, he just, he brandishes this. <laughs> well, he goes on this whole speech about, you know, oh God. I mean, it's, it's weird. It's like, yeah. He's just blah blah blahing about um, just a bunch of stuff, and all of a sudden, yeah, he's just like out of nowhere. He's like, 
See this gun? See this German gun here? <laughs> yeah. It's a Walther P38K. And it never jams, and yeah. it's it's pretty sweet, and he's some like, cops still use them to this day. Yeah, and he's like holding it to his head. He's yeah. like, he's like, yeah, I could punish people, and and he's like, but then points it at him. And he's like, you fucking my ex-wife <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, he's like, uh, no, and he's like, come on. Yeah, you are. And he's like, yeah, okay. He's like, yeah. He's like, you just did, didn't you? He's yeah. like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of did. He's like, now you're going to go after my daughter, aren't he's you? Like, and he's, he's like, like no, no. Whoa. <laughs> like, wait, what? No. No. <laughs> no interest. Um, How does that... It just yeah, ends he, with him screaming. Well, he like pulls the trigger and he wakes up screaming okay, and there's yeah. nothing there. Right. And then, you know, not... Stepmom taps, taps him on the shoulder and, and is like, hey. And freaks he, him out again. Yeah. yeah. Um... But it, okay, so it was during their like their dinner date mm-hmm. when they were when he brought the takeout over that they're outside somewhere eating and they notice it looks like the house is on fire. Yes, which oh, yeah. which they look at and don't react to very well. Like you could see like their faces starting to light up. Like obviously something off camera is lighting up and they look over at it and she's like, "Huh?" And then just like, "Oh shit, the house is on fire!" And they run over there and it's the hedges that were previously mentioned that mm-hmm. are on fire. Being put out by Dick Miller. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Randomly. He was... Yeah, my note just... <laughs> Dick Miller. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. Oh, hey, Dick Miller. Um, yeah, he's just he's just putting out this hedge fire and he's just basically like, well, tell Mr. Blah, blah, blah that I guess he got his wish and the hedges aren't so high anymore. It's like, okay. <laughs> it's like the movie's trying to cause this strife amongst the neighborhood that mm-hmm. never comes together. Like, there's never any of this, like... You're kind of expecting some kind of like you pull back at some point and the entire neighborhood is fighting each other, right. just like pure chaos in the entire neighborhood, and you never get that. No. Um, but I, you know, hey, if you want to randomly throw Dick Miller into your movie, sure, give him a scene. Here he is, just like grumpy and you know, my head's just burned up. Yeah. So <laughs> I now I don't remember which. All right, so Demon starts upping his game here pretty soon. Pretty soon. Um, okay, so. I think my next note is like one of the next scenes because now I'm thinking about the order things had to happen. Uh, so my next note is, I guess the demon is now like, hey, I'm going to go after the daughter mm-hmm. um, because she's sleeping downstairs, gets woken up by the ticking of the clock. And then, it you know, chimes at three o'clock all, all, all the time. Yep. So she wakes up and like there's I don't know if it was never there or she just never noticed it. But there's a full length mirror, mm-hmm. possibly. I, I I don't know. It's whatever. She's just like, oh oh, it's me, and then like starts doing the you know, the hey, is it me? Is my reflection going to be different? Kind of thing, right. and it starts like doing some subtle things that are different. Yeah, until all of a sudden it's just like, all right, fuck it, I'm gonna totally be different than you, and mm-hmm. starts getting kind of slutty, uh, and she's just <laughs> like, all right, what? Yeah, and then. All of a sudden, the mirror image starts reaching out and caressing her. Yeah. Fondling her and Fondling whatnot. her and, uh, you know, and I think things go pretty well there. But anyway, my, my <laughs> note. <laughs> my, well, I'm just saying, like, it kind of culminates. So I'm yeah, just, you know, yes. Yeah. It, yes. Um, so my, my note was, you could say the daughter is really in touch with her self-image. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so, like, basically the... The mirror kind of got her to a place she'd probably never been before, and all of a sudden, now she's demon-fied. And she's a whore. Yeah. Because <laughs> she comes down the next morning, you know, dressed like... Well, it's funny, because this is 1992, but I mean, it's that whole crossover of the decades thing, because yeah. she is dressed extremely like I'm the bad slutty girl in an 80s, you know, movie. Big hair, thing. lots yeah. of makeup, a... Uh, uh, She's wearing her dad's jacket. Right. Um, yeah, it's like she's wearing like some weird two-piece outfit thing yeah. and then her dad's jacket on. And, 
and the brother is being weird throughout this whole thing. He's just like, ooh, <laughs> check yeah. this out. And, you know, the not mom is like, I, you can't go out like that. And she's like, whatever, <laughs> you're my not mom. <laughs> you're my real mom, Chip. <laughs> yeah. So she's just like, I'm, I'm, this is who I am. I'm going to school now and I'm going to go out on a date with my man. Because she's been dating this football player or flirting with him at least yeah. yeah it's it's that it's that whole weird thing where like the mousy girl is dating like the captain of the football team we're like well this is not going to work out well <laughs> right um but yeah i know i guess they had gone on an actual date because um she came they came yes, home during the fire well, all right so <laughs> they came home he pulls over and she's like oh my god what's that sees yeah. the fire and he's like what no good night kisses like House is on Dick. fire. <laughs> See that fire? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I figured, I knew this was this is your wet blanket. Yeah. Like, no, f- dude, fire. <laughs> if That's she was a wet blanket, she could deal with the fire. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the son at some point has gone back to the old lady. And the old lady now basically lays out the whole thing, which is like, okay, that's when the whole like necromancer talk comes in. Where mm-hmm. It's just like, okay, this clock came from the 15th century, went to the Amityville house. And well, no, he, she didn't tell him the clock plot. Because oh, okay. she was out walking one morning. Oh, man. And there's a diaper delivery service van that pulls up to deliver diapers. <laughs> um, and she's just walking down the street. And then, you know, whatever evil clock is like, hey, let's make a crack in the road that her cane will get stuck in. And then, hey, let's knock the, the diaper truck out of gear. So you think this diaper truck is going to run over her playing uh-huh. like, uh, you know, like the lullaby music, which, yep. you know, always that creepy, like ice cream truck kind uh-huh. of thing. Uh, but she dives out of the way and it hits a brick mailbox. And she's like, ha 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 ha, I survived. Ha ha, you didn't get me. And the <laughs> diaper guy runs over and is like, oh Are my God, okay? I got to call this in. Yeah. And, <laughs> call this in. and there's like a, there's a roof ornament stork with yep. a very pointy beak on the roof and it starts rocking and eventually falls off and scores her to death. Yeah. Yes. Um, We're not describing this accurately because this is like one of the dumbest Rube Goldberg murder plot sequences I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And it was weird because when we got to the scene, I was like, hold up. I put the scene on YouTube like seven years ago. Mm. I was like, oh, that's this. Okay. So, okay. yeah. So I'm watching this and I'm like, oh, right. This is the dumbest death scene I've ever seen. Although it well, tops okay. itself in about 20 minutes after that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I don't know about that, because I've seen all the Final Destination movies. So. Yes, this is very Final Destination-esque, sure. if it was made by the Asylum. Um, yeah, Still, it's, it's dumb. Like, Oh, it's, but, okay, it's dumb, and not only is it super dumb, but the cops show up and they're like, the kid did it. Well, the kid is like <laughs> in her house, and, and he sees the two books side yeah, by okay, side, and he's like, right, yeah. oh shit, it's the clock. Right. And that's when the cops are like standing there with handcuffs, like, I guess we're going to talk again, huh? Yeah. Card him off. Like, they've thrown him in the back of the car. They're wheeling the, the dead old lady right next to the car, not covered up really at all. Yeah, no, not at all. And dead, the, and the staring diaper, at him. And the diaper guy walks by carrying the bloody stork. <laughs> like, the police aren't like, sir, we're going to need that for evidence, you know, because it just yeah. killed a lady. Yeah, th- there's a weird sense of humor in this movie that does it like a lot of it is not funny, like not meant to be. But every once in a while, they will do something so ridiculously goofy. And this entire sequence is that mm-hmm. it's I, I don't know. It's like the whole thing is in slow motion. And they're there's they keep cutting back to the diaper guy explaining his diaper service to this lady he's mm-hmm. delivering diapers to. And he's just the most excited and he's just repeating basic nonsense over and over again. It's like, okay, this is what we do and this is great. Right. And but this it's is- in slow motion. So he's <laughs> yeah. like, this is what we do. Yeah. It's weird. And just, 
I don't know. I, I can't figure out if someone got inspired for a moment while making mm-hmm. this or if like someone else came in entirely and said, let's do something really big and dumb here. Also, while we're talking about dumb 80s things, the mom that is getting the diapers delivered uh-huh. has the worst 80s style <laughs> bangs there ever were. It's like that <laughs> Afghan rug of, of front bangs yes. where it's like just layered upon yeah. layered. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was the worst. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, kid gets arrested for yeah, and like he's just like screaming out the window like Iris, my old friend, my (laughs) mod, right? (laughs) Um, so like the the dad we've we've been seeing him in his you know architect room doing Mm -hmm. his building models and trying to because like he was told one thing at the meeting which was basically like we need a more classic look you know something more timeless right. So he just repeats those two words as he's scribbling everything. Yeah, and he, you know he's drawing the Amityville house, and eventually he has just made this entire model where the entire neighborhood is nothing but the Amityville house over mm-hmm. and over and over again, which is cool. I mean, it's like, okay, none of this is making any sense, but if that's the purpose of this spirit ghost thing, to just make a bunch of Amityville houses, that's kind of sweet. I would watch that movie. Sure. Um, See, I think like in a weird sort of way, this is... Like I, I think if you if you were to look at it, you could run with this as like this is kind of how Buffy started because there's the Hellmouth, <laughs> okay. you know, yeah. <laughs> like maybe that's why there's <laughs> okay. the Amityville kind of style demons and right. you know a neighborhood. Gotcha. You know? <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm just saying maybe it happened. Okay. And, you know. Yeah. Um. But yes. Um, so all right, more more crazy things happen with the daughter because she goes on her date with the with the. Jacques Lacrosse guy or whatever. That's not his name. Jacques Lacrosse. <laughs> I am Jacques Lacrosse, and I am here to take your daughter out. Yeah, I'm going no. to give her. How do you say? <laughs> ah, yes, my penis. <laughs> yes, but yeah, no, no. Jacques Lacrosse shows up, and um, well, they, they show up for like it's the end of the date, and she's you know been super flirty obviously because yeah. she's in her now slutty demon phase right as um, <laughs> most people do. sure you go through that everyone goes through that phase your slutty demon phase. <laughs> but she shows up home and she's like all right i got a game to play close your eyes count to 10 we're gonna play hansel and gretel yeah and you just follow the trail so which means i'm gonna go off and start taking off my clothes and you pick up each piece and uh-huh. follow me down to the basement which is I, I didn't realize this was a feature of their house, but they have this basement where apparently dad likes to <laughs> Gomez Adams and he has a rather large train set yeah. slash model town thing. Yeah. And she with weird lighting and <laughs> and she is, you know, down to her knickers in top of the this thing just yeah. kind of sitting there like, hey, mm-hmm. all right. Um, He's like, sweet. He's, you know, yeah. it's like, oh, you're on a you're on a train. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's cool. Uh, you could be a model. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> See, these are the lines you need to write in yep. these things. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But they didn't. No. Um, but no. So, and, and this whole scene basically plays out like a weird version of Under the Skin several years later, because yeah. like she's just like, come to me. And all of a sudden he starts walking forward and the floor is now the goo. Yes. And he just starts sinking into it. At first, he's just like, what did I step in? Yeah. <laughs> and then the goose starts eating him. And he's like, oh, wait, what is happening? Let me out. Oh, wait, it burns. Yep. Uh, and he gets a pretty good, like, I would say he gets a really good death because, like, not only does he, like, oh, scream yeah. and flail and go crazy as he's sinking slash melting and 
but then like it suddenly is like, hey, I don't know, some real practical goo yeah, effects. It's a weird multi face special effect with a bunch of just gore and stuff around it, and the camera spinning around it, and mm-hmm. yeah, that guy, that guy gets a good death, mm-hmm. um, and she's just like, ha ha, well, yeah. And she she got his Letterman jacket and yeah. has now donned that. Yeah. Because um, Jerry, I didn't even realize he was back at the house, has just decided to have a soak in their giant bathtub. Uh-huh. Um, so he's doing... Again, just, the fuck are you doing, <laughs> Jerry? Well, also, it's really weird that... I mean, it, it goes to show you they just don't have enough characters in this movie because mm-hmm. this is not... The character that should be doing this. I mean, yeah, maybe, no. maybe. I mean, let me take, <laughs> let me, let me back that up. All right. Maybe it's enlightened that they let the smarmy shrink face do the, the yes. bathtub scene because <laughs> he's just laying there in the, in the bed, bath, like, you know, like, Calgon, take me away. Uh-huh. And, you know, the bathtub starts filling up with the black blood goo evil yep. stuff. Yep. Um, he rubs all over himself. Yeah. He's, you know, he's eyes closed, like, I am in heaven. And all of a sudden yeah. it's like, hmm, that's not right. right. And, Oh God! What is this full of bathtub? And then the the, the Jacques Lacrosse comes back from the grave. Yeah, which he's never met this guy. No, but his gooey death ghost corpse thing comes yep. up and tries to pull him down with him. Yep. And we cut to not mom finds him like in the corner, like is just like fully gone, like he's gone off the deep end. You yes. know, like. Yeah, she's it's like, like blood, the tub's blood, gonna eat me. Blood tub, tub blood. <laughs> she's like, "What are you talking about? The tub, turn the tub off." Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "Okay, um, we got to get out. We're we're leaving, right? Because <laughs> he's still spouting off bullshit. Like it's him. It's it's the dad. It's his psycho. Mm-hmm. He's proje- psycho projection. And oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He explained off the whole scene where he had the conversation and got shot in the head by him. Yeah. It's it's all the the dad is so crazy that he's projecting his crazy mm-hmm. into the house. And it's infecting everybody. Yeah. Um, so he's like, we're leaving. We're getting away from that guy. Um, so it's, for, for some reason, they're just like, okay, well, I'll be right back. Well, because the daughter goes in and like immediately goes upstairs. So the brother's like, uh, I'll go check on her. You, yeah. You guys leave. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Jerry goes outside or I don't know. They separate. He separates from not mom because like Jerry starts to starts to leave. But the the not mom, that's when she has found the the Amityville neighborhood model okay because there's one big version of the amityville house and hanging from a banister outside of it is a little tiny jerry (laughs) right and there's gravestones of all the people so she's like oh dear god this is the worst and she goes to check on the dad who okay is basically laying in his own filth there's just piles of food and garbage everywhere and his leg wound when the scene starts just starts bubbling up all this garbage bullshit out of it Mm -hmm. um and she just walks in like, hey, um, we should probably not be here. <laughs> we might take you to the hospital. She's not concerned by this awfulness yeah. well, I mean, nearly that, enough. That, that scene happened earlier, but it doesn't matter. Okay, okay. Because like, like, I think that was might be why Jerry showed back up and decided to have the soak, because he comes in and Thorazine's him. Oh, that's right. They tie him up and okay. like, you know, ace bandage him to the bed. <laughs> that's Yeah, and right. And he's like, yeah, he's going to go night-night for a couple days. Okay. I'm going to make some calls. And then apparently <laughs> and then like, live here. <laughs> he's like, man, I'm just going to have a bubble bath before I make these calls, I right. guess. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, so daughters come in like wearing nothing but the tri- uh, Letterman suit and mm-hmm. brother's like, I'm going to go check on her. Um, like I said, he, she gets separated from Jerry, I guess, because he goes up to check on finds the model and like, you know, that's when dad starts like, I'm going to actively go crazy. Yeah. You know, um, oh, wait, no, she finds Jerry hanging from the exact spot from the model first. Yep. yep. Um, brother goes in to see sister and immediately kind of becomes two again, except like she's like 
you know, I've seen the way you look at me. And, like, you know, Demon shuts the door behind him. And mm-hmm. I, I guess the implication is he murders her. Like, it's. Yes. And here's what happens because, you know, I made the note that the diaper truck death is one of the stupidest deaths I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And then I said, until I saw this scene, because what happens is, is like she is. she's kind of attacking him and he punches her Mm -hmm. to which she's like, cool blood. This is awesome. And we should have done this a lot sooner. And so she's going to start, she's going to try to murder him. And so he pulls, he pulls the amp cord out of his amp. Oh, that's right. Yes. Shoves it in her mouth, turns the volume up to 10 and she electrocutes. Mm -hmm. What? (laughs) No, that's how these things work. That's not how anything works. Oh, no, it's, it's, it's true. It's not how anything works. Oh, obviously, you've never tried to touch a live mic. Or it's not live. It's not plugged into anything. It's a... Okay. It's just the stereo adapter. That's, she pulls out the... But it's into an amp. I mean, to be fair, there is electricity coming in. in. It's not going to be affected if you turn it up to 10. No, it's, I, I, I will agree with you on that There's one. no safe volume in which to put the amp cord in your mouth. <laughs> like four is okay but if you crank it up to 10 you're dead whatever um lucky you didn't go to 11 <laughs> he killed her with a guitar amp mm-hmm. whatever um death metal yeah yes <laughs> so the implication is that she's dead so okay he, he runs out of there um uh gets gets downstairs and basically finds this is where dad is trying to kill not mom uh-huh. Gary's already dead yep and he's i think he's stalking her with the t-square right yes yes, yes. Because the T-square comes back into play. Yes. Um, so dad basically is like summarily like just tosses son into the room where the clock is, mm-hmm. knocks him out for a little bit. Mm-hmm. They continue to fight. And then son wakes up and is like, no, dad, leave her alone and goes to run. And that's when the clock starts spinning backwards. Yep. And it becomes this weird time time effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she looks over and there's a little kid version of him, like like a toddler <laughs> yep. wearing his same shirt and everything, but just a toddler. And He's a mullet. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, she hugs him, and then she's basically like telling the clock, he he is walking out of here, right? And that I will not have any other answer. He is walking out of here, so she's like, okay, little- uh, well, yeah, she had knocked the uh, dad out somehow. Yeah. Oh, oh, she stabbed she's, him with a compass yeah, or something. Yeah, through the leg wound. Yeah, <laughs> like a, like an architectural compass. Yeah, not, not like a north, east, west, south thing. Yeah, so. Yeah, she's telling the clock, this little child is going to leave now, and you're going to be cool with that. And the ghost opens the door and lets the kid walk outside. Um, so, yeah, kid's safe. Um, and then... Well, he wakes back up. Um, I, I, I didn't even talk about certain things. So, first, he... like. In the beginning of the scene, he actually had pinned her to the wall with the same compass. Yeah. Like, either point on either side of her neck, mm-hmm. like... You know, I hooked her onto the onto the wall. Yep. That's when the kid came down and was like, "You son of a bitch!" Right. And got <laughs> sent back in time. Yes. Um, <laughs> so he came back for one last gasp, which didn't really do anything. Like he was just like ah, saying things I said earlier in the movie. I'll be a gentleman. Uh-huh. Ah, pff, I'm dead. Yep. Um, and she's basically like, "Fuck this clock." Yeah. And start well, but she misses the clock and hits the wall, or maybe that was her plan all along. But she sees all the gears in the wall. Yeah. I don't know, takes the clock and smashes it or she something. She beats the, I mean, she just beats the hell out of the wall right. and all the gears and everything. And basically, like, the clock starts spinning forward and forward and forward, and she turns into an old lady. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, then it, it was turning the gas on because they had a gas fireplace in there, too. Yeah, so and eventually then, she lights it. Mm-hmm. and The whole place goes up. And the, the clock falls into some weird CG time tunnel thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
It was dumb. Da, da, dumb, da, da, dumb, dumb. <laughs> yeah. And dumb, uh, dumb. then the doorbell rings. And so she walks over and we've looped around to the beginning of the movie. Uh-huh. And explaining why she has the T squared yeah. and and now but now she looks extra cautious of yes. like <laughs> I'm still gonna say the things that I somehow remember saying exactly the same thing and the scene plays out until he finally opens the clock and it's like, What do you think? She takes it, grabs it, slams it on the floor, just beats it to fucking death. Yeah. And they're all just like, huh. And she just packs <laughs> up and leaves, like doesn't say a word. They're like well, except that he was like, What the hell was that all about? And she's like it's about time. Yes. <laughs> yes. The next to last line of dialogue in the I movie. I thought it was the last line at no, all. No, because there's one dumb thing after that. But yeah, it, it's she, she's marching out and he's like, what was all that about? And she's like, it's about time. And then walks off and I'm like, okay, well that, yeah, okay. You want to throw your dumb subtitle in there? That, whatever. But then like the, the boy is standing there in the doorway mm-hmm. and looks over and that's when the old lady had walked up to the house in the oh, scene. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And he says something like, ah, pure evil, huh? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, okay. And then... Yeah, that's right. Because that that did... I, I forgot that that line made me write my last mm-hmm. note, which was, so, did they win? Because <laughs> <laughs> part, part of it's implied like, hey, we traveled through time, and but now we corrected it and everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. But the old lady and the kid might be in on it and they're demons and... Maybe this is like some kind of purgatory, you know, repeating hell type of situation. Yeah, maybe. But, you know, at least it for whatever the ending actually is, at least it wasn't just a they walk in the room and the clock has put itself back together. And it's just like they're they're definitely in a time loop of some kind and they're just going to keep doing that shit over and over again. Right. So I don't know. I kind of give it a little bit of credit for not being the dumb like, aha, evil wins. You know, it's like so. Man, Mm -hmm. Amityville. Yeah, I still like I said I don't I don't know if the ending was good or not. I mean, I mean for I, them, not Yeah, like, I don't know either. Well done. Maybe they'll answer it in the next one. Perhaps. The continuing adventures. Probably not. You're probably right. Um Yeah, so that's Emeryville 1992. Mhm. It's about time. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time for us to be done talking about. Yeah. So, man, I went back and forth this entire movie trying to think of a rating for it. I think I have to give it one jocks and it's not I, I don't want to say it's a good movie. It's not, but it is so off the wall in tone and in the things that happen in it. It's it's certainly not something you can point to and say, I've seen all that before. Yes. It's very different. And like I was turned off at first by how like everyone in this entire movie before the evil clock even shows up is right on the edge of freaking out, but for reasons no one quite understands. And so I was kind of just like, it doesn't, I don't know. The tone of that didn't make sense, but just the places this thing goes and the choices it makes, they're all weird and sometimes wrong, but at least they're not generic and by the numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like you could look at Amityville four and that just seemed like a bunch of generic, like this house is haunted. Here's spooky things happening. And right. you know, this was all just a bunch of like, I never quite understood what the end game of the ghost thing was, but at least it wasn't the same. It like switched it up. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, now I'm in a clock. I'm going to do something really cool. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I think one jocks, I think because I would say, yeah, watch it. Um, even just because it's, it's so bizarre. I mm-hmm. mean, just really bizarre. Um, I don't know. Just something about early nineties. Something is just like, like, Hey, try anything. And they did. 
some of it works and some of it is just fucking weird. But man, those two death scenes are really, really dumb. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, this, this is a hard one to read. I, I think I'm going to give it the same thing. I, I was I was teetering between a one and a one either way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the dumb death scenes and I could just give it a barely, barely recommend. That's really like yeah. where I'm coming from. Yeah. And I, maybe it's just a little bit of relief because the last couple were so bad that this one's like, all right, well, yeah. maybe there's still life in this. And it's series. definitely R rated. I mean, it's gory and yeah. tits are out for Amityville and <laughs> all that. Um, yeah, it's, it is a, it is an odd ass movie though. Yeah. It's, it's. Yeah, I just I, I it, it's so hard to even classify. I mean, it's it it doesn't fit in with any of the other Amityville stuff and yet it's really interesting in a way but also boring at the same time. It's yeah. it's hard. It's like we didn't even touch on like this the interior of this house is so obviously a set. Like it the layout doesn't make any sense. The 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 rooms don't look right. Everything just looks so fake. Mm-hmm. The the formatting on this print was definitely not supposed to be a full frame because at one point you can see the entire boom mic rig in oh. a shot. Um, not to mention all the other times the mic just dips down into the shot, but I didn't even notice that one. Maybe we had different copies, but there is one shot in the hospital where there's a shot where you can just see the entire boom mic rig right over them. I'm like, this is not framed right at all. This is, this transfer is bad. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's unique and strange and a tiny bit boring, but we had some fun talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike four and five, which mm-hmm. were just suck ass. Yep. <laughs> so, ah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mild recommendation. I, I think it's something sure. if you could track down this movie, it's it's worth a watch. Um, yeah, but further down the rabbit hole we go. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Can't wait. At least it kind of renewed my interest. Like, four and five were like, oh, man, I yeah. don't know if we can keep going. What have we done? This one's like, wow, what do they got next? Because yeah. that was fucking insane. Well, I know I'm just <laughs> going to be disappointed because my Amityville Shop Class series is not going to be, you know, part of it. You never know. You never. Yes. I know, I know there's a dollhouse. <laughs> but isn't that like number 16? I mean, no, we're, dollhouse we're, is eight. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. so we're close. All yeah, right. we're very close. I, I don't know why I thought that was like getting towards the z grade directed video bullshit ones later nope nope so um we're probably not going to have a show next week um yeah we've got some events coming up so probably going to take a week off but we should be back in a couple weeks with amityville a new generation mm. which happened a year later <laughs> after it's about time so mm, that's they're going to bring in whole generation later yeah they're going to bring in all the the younger mm-hmm. versions of our favorite characters and they're going to be in an academy or something yeah <laughs> Amityville Academy, <laughs> <laughs> just learning stuff and spooky ghosts and yeah. So <laughs> Captain Margot Kidard, uh-huh. yes. <laughs> yes, I yeah. love the next generation. Mm-hmm. Josh Brolin will be there. Oh. <sighs> so uh, I guess until whenever the hell the next time we do one of these, which should be just a couple weeks. Don't don't panic. You'll you'll still get your Amityville goodness. We're not giving up. So, uh, but until then, I'm Chuck and I'm Harlow, and this is Bamcast Extra out. It's the house on the hill.
in the house was loud. And let me tell you, it wasn't your average crowd.